Whoa, 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 what's up, guys? It's Zeno here, okay. and the World Cup <laughs> final has concluded. And it's with an Argentina W over France yes. in penalty shootout. And what was the best final of all time? And I'm Zeno here, and I'm wearing Neymar's debut kit, the kit that means everything to me. And I've also got a few friends with me. Dave? What's up? What's up, boys? Viva Messi. Viva Argentina. Viva Mexico. Vamos. Dan? How's it going, everyone? <laughs> uh, it was an exciting game. Very exciting. As much as the little bit of the first half was a little snoozy. But, man, that game ended up with uh, a bang for the ages. Yep. We're also joined <laughs> specially by uh, a recurring guest, JP. Hello, hello. I missed the best game in, like, World Cup history. That's yeah. okay. Repping yeah, the France, too. Okay, man. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best. And to the right of him is James. We're coming for that egg, man. We're, the coming, for egg. The, we're coming for the egg. <laughs> El huevo. El huevo. And look, Messi has just won his first World Cup in extraordinary fashion. Vamos! Because the way it happened, you know, you got two bloody goals. Kylian Mbappe traded him with three goals. So let me ask you guys, who had a better game? Messi or Mbappe? Let me start with you, James. I think I think it's easy to look at the three goals and say Mbappe. Um, but I think like across the 120 minutes, across the whole pitch, I think Messi had a more complete performance. You know, two goals, yes. But, you know, he was tracking back, winning the ball back, dropping deep to get the ball and create. Um, you know, linking up play even with the the Di Maria goal, his little one-two with McAllister. You know, he was dropping deep to link up the play. So I think overall, I think he had a more influential performance than Mbappe, despite Mbappe scoring three goals and literally carrying France in that game. I do think Messi overall had a better performance. Messi, I will have to agree with you there. Um, Messi no, no, was no. Messi was doing it for the <laughs> Maybe right. I'm wrong. Messi was doing it for, what do you mean? <laughs> wow, you don't know ball, bro. You don't, you don't know ball. You don't know ball if you don't think Messi was a better player. Then who? Then Mbappe. I think why? Because I, I, think think me, was even the, I don't even think he was the best player in Argentina. Mm. Who was? Martinez. No. Martinez who? The keeper. Second, if, second best. No, if he didn't save Messi that didn't last Colo Moani uh, shot... They lost the World Cup. Yeah, but if, yeah, if, Mar if Martinez goal, scored his actual shots, it's, it's the same for Mbappe. I would cancel maybe Mbappe and Messi out because they're both the, okay. key, the, the goal scorers for the team. But Martinez saved Argentina in the penalties. He wouldn't, and have, he wouldn't have had to if Martinez scored his three shots. Saved, he literally saved Martinez in two times. Lautaro had two, three shots he sort of scored. It's yeah. Lautaro. So exactly. Lautaro. You, could say, you could say this, this, that. But Messi had the better game. No. Especially against Mbappe, in my opinion. Messi did it the whole 90 minutes. How long did it take for Mbappe to start, you know, getting on fire? Well, it, it, the again, last 10 it's, minutes. It's different, man. It's different. You can't compare the two players. They're different players. They're, you can't compare them. Messi and Mbappe? No, you can't. We're Messi, comparing the Messi, two of the best players on the team. That's the whole, can't put, that's so the whole it's, argument. It's like, it's like comparing Messi with a defender. Well, then, really, why saying, then why are you saying Martinez for? <laughs> because it's, it's, the, 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 it's about the... Bro, what? his what? question. Jay's question or Matt's... Or James' question was who had a better game. Why well, you have to switch the question for? Who had the better game? I think Martinez Mar had the better game. A good game. <laughs> no, I said between said, Messi, and said Messi and Mbappe. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably didn't hear you guys properly. Sorry. <laughs> this guy is lost, bro. Messi and Mbappe. I still, I'm picking Mbappe. 
Bro, it took him to 80th minute for him to start shining. It didn't take him to the 80th minute. It literally took, took the team to make to take the subs. The the champ changed the style a little bit, and he literally like destroyed the defenders. He changed the style in the 35th minute. He took off your your main man Giroud. Okay, and he did nothing. And what's the? I don't know. I don't know. Like he doesn't know ball. Honestly, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know ball. This guy's thinking back at a very game. So what? You would minutes. keep if you're a manager. You'd keep the players on the pitch if there's nothing happening. Obviously, you're gonna make not. changes. Of course not. But it's okay, you say that Mbappe had a better game. That's that's fact. That's that's. Uh, he literally carried fact. the French team. He literally changed the game for that nation and that squad. Messi didn't carry Argentina. He literally came back from a two nothing disadvantage. Mbappe came on and. And, and like I guess woke up sure. the whole game. Maybe he wasn't uh, <laughs> he was playing the whole playing game. well at the start. Maybe they were defending him really well. So then why did maybe Giroud have a maybe better game? What? So how did he have a better game if he didn't play a good game the whole game? But he was a big he impact. Good, Who cares he if he ten minutes? So if he's sleeping for the first twenty minutes, the rest of the game doesn't matter. He had a good game. So, I, had so if you don't start off, if you don't game. start off really really strong at the beginning of the game, the rest of your game is done. In my opinion, if Messi had a better fallout game, yeah. But for what Mbappe did to come back, Mbappe scored one more goal. Messi scored two. How does that make a? He changed the game. Even if you say the penalties, but he caused those penalties. Messi's last goal changed the game too. It tied it up. Okay, that was an error from the actual team. Like what? And everything that Mbappe didn't created was from his own like quality of play. The penalty was his too. The second one was not his foul foul he that was committed from him. He had Mm. one penalty. He had. Yeah, he uh, scored two penalties. Two penalties. Okay, and Messi's one penalty was, too. Uh, Messi's penalty too was bullshit. <laughs> Colo Muani, then the other one was the handball. Messi's penalty oh, was shit too. too yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think Messi had a better game. Sure, Messi's last goal, okay, I'll give him that one, the last goal. But even then, that was like an, a huge mistake from the defensive yeah, yeah. side of France. And Messi just tapped the ball in. <laughs> the second goal, if anything, was a lot better because he created that too. Who scored that one? McAllister. Di Maria. No, Di Maria. Oh, Di Maria passed for McAllister. But McAllister got the assist, but Messi yeah. was involved in the buildup. Messi, okay, was, Messi was involved in the buildup. He was scored a, a penalty that was given to him because Di Maria was through himself, and then the tap-in. Mbappe had a better game. Nah. Okay, well, um, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. So it's 2-1 Messi right now. What I saw Kylian Mbappe do on that pitch was something I've never seen before. Thank you. The fear he struck in those Argentina players Not for those messy. last ten minutes was, was was some of the most like exciting like like momentum I've ever seen. He he. Was it where the Argentina defenders not shook? Yeah, they were. Dude, the entire they nation were shook. was shook. They're they were probably shook. so quiet. I was shook, and I wasn't even on the field. I was, and, and I think I actually saw this um on our our Australian friends their podcast um. Mbappe is close to becoming. I think that game, what that did for Mbappe, was made him a worldwide megastar. Because, yeah. because this is a take uh, that I heard. W- would Mbappe rather? What would have been better for Mbappe? The fact that he scored these three goals and lost, or if he didn't have a good final, like no goals, no assists, and they won. Yeah, it's true. I believe. I it. think yeah. Mbappe scoring this hat trick and losing was. Bigger than if he won? No yeah. way. If yes. he won and did 100%. nothing. No 100%. way. Low-key it is for his, like, for, no, like, his, his character for, development. For his image? Yes. yes. No, it's not. not that, it's not. Yes. Is, for his image. The only reason Pell is better in his eyes or in a lot of people's eyes is because he has three World Cups. Yeah, but the difference is Mbappe already has a World Cup. Exactly. And what's another one? He's a yeah, but he's him more sco- closer to being, being with yeah, Pelle. But look how much the world was talking about Mbappe. How hard is it to win a World Cup? He already has one. Exactly. Messi but just you, got his. You want him to be Messi a, just got his at 30, 
five years old, and exactly, Mbappe got his at exactly. eighteen. If, Mbapp- if Mbappe got another, M- Mbappe has five more other World Cups he can go play and with. How hard is it to win a World Cup? Not hard for Mbappe. He it's was in the finals. He was, went, he was one back the to back. Tournament ever. But it's not hard there's for so a French nation. There's so much it's luck not, in that it's tournament. It's not hard for a French nation. Oh my gosh! Of this that caliber, who, France, no. who you can you think who, France is going to make the World Cup every final. Every, yes. Every final in the World Cup. Not every final, but they'll make every World Cup, and they know that they still have quality coming every yeah, single but year. They can lose again. They just like this World Cup. You can lose to Morocco. You yeah, can but lose to any team. You have you know a, if you take okay, a chance, but you have a you have a key player like Mbappe in your squad. You know you can do a lot of things. It's all it's a lot of luck. And Messi too. I think if Messi wasn't playing on this team, this team this nothing yeah argentina got a lot of luck too exactly I why would i, I, no, I mean as a player i th- i think it's better that you get a world cup than have three goals in the finals no of course no France, I, no i think that's no, better for his I, legacy. i'm talking about for mbappe specifically i 100%. think this hat trick was bigger for his brand no because because since he already has that world cup him losing this one doesn't see him as a loser what's, 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 he's not what seen as a loser another one Nothing. But if he, Mbappe won this World Cup and did nothing, crazy. no. If Mbappe won this World Cup and did nothing in the final, no casuals would know who he is. Yeah, everyone knows who he is. You had like random, like I'll say Americans, because that's what I was seeing a lot. Americans who'd never like watch soccer ever talking about how Mbappe is that dude, and he lost. Because he scored a World Cup final hat trick. There is a lot of Mbappe <laughs> fans that were created yesterday, and yeah. the the vision, the fact that he is kind of a, a highlight of what like his image is like Ronaldo. I'm sure a lot of people still respect Ronaldo too, because like this guy is literally playing like his his icon, his hero, his role model. You know, he grew up like wanting to like be his idol, and like he's a product of like his image as well. And now that Ronaldo's going to start like retiring, now there's like a replacement for him. He's like, is a how can you call it his. There's a word for it, but yeah, his, his let me get, let me let me ask you guys a question. His offspring. In a couple years from now, <laughs> in a couple years from now, maybe a decade from now, yeah. What are people going to remember? Mbappe still playing. What Messi's World Cup in 2018 or Mbappe scoring a hat trick in 2018? No, Messi's World Cup. But that's not the question. Obviously, Messi's World Cup. But you're saying what's better for Mbappe? Yeah, it's, the World Cup is better for Mbappe. In the he future. has okay, one. okay. I think the only reason why no, Americans I think are, Mbappe has 85 million followers on Instagram right now. Last time I checked, which was before the final. Which was at some time during the tournament, he had about 65, 70. So he gained at least 15, 20 million followers from that World Cup final. And imagine let's if say, he won. No, let's say he won and scored zero goals. Would he gain 15 million yes, followers? No, he wouldn't. Everything he wouldn't have. No, he wouldn't have. Are you serious? No, he wouldn't have. Dude, nah, dude, he didn't score a goal in the two knockout round games. Yeah. And if he didn't score Everyone this round, if he didn't score this one, and say Giroud scored this one and got the game winner. Who, I'm sure Giroud got a lot of more respect as well no. yeah. scoring those goals. Yeah. Maybe he would have been known as maybe the MVP of the game old. player of the man of the match. 23 years old and he would have two World Cups. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. So a lot of team, a lot of players on that team have two World Cups on the yeah. that they win. Yeah. Not Mbappe. Okay, Giroud will at, at that age. Okay, but is, let, let's say, let's say a good example. Is the casual, like let's say it's your scenario where they won and Mbappe didn't score or assist. Is the casual Logan Paul noticing Mbappe in that game? In that game, no, but him scoring a hat trick in a World Cup final, everyone knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, Americans is and it's it's recency bias for sure. But in the future, no, we're talking about that's the growing the, the brand. Casuals, yeah. that's growing the brand. Yeah, what? but prolonging in the future, they're not gonna remember that those three goals. Yeah, no, they see will do This is the only and time that a hat trick has been scored in the World Cup final. Second, no, second time, yeah. Okay, but the most relevant in today's. Yeah. This will be remembered in the next 20, 30 years. Relevant. Okay, yeah. but exactly. But what, what? But someone at his a age, twenty-three-year-old French young star but, winning two World Cups. But is the not, fact that if if people watch 
watched his game from beginning to end and realized how he changed the game because maybe a lot of the French players were doubtful already, like you're crying. Yeah. Giroud was already like, looked like he was already done. Every lot <laughs> of the players were like done. And he literally brought the French nation and the team back to life. Yeah. Just with the penalty, sure. And you've seen it already with Harry Kane. He missed a second pen. It's a lot of pressure. And he went the same way all three times. Yeah. And was not shook by it. Okay. So what would have been better for then in this situation? Another question. <sighs> Messi scores a hat trick, but. But uh, and Papier wins the World Cup. Who has who? What what what? What's gonna be bigger in the media? No, but like, that's different because how is think, that different? The thing is, this is better for Mbappe specifically. Yeah. World Messi, Cup is not better for no, Mbappe. But Messi specifically needs this. You know, this is the, the only Cup. thing he I think, doesn't have. I think have. Mbappe no. needed this too. No, you won one already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you're you're, you're but talking about being one of the greatest in the world. Tell it. You have to no. put yourself. I'm talking in that about for his brand for his on a global brand. scale. The, the, two World Cups. No, no. the three you goals. The two three World goals. Cups over a hat trick in the final. The hat trick in the final That's and the loss crazy. did more for his brand than nah. him doing nothing in the final and winning two World Cups. Because guess what? Half that squad now has two World Cups and he's just like the rest of them. But him stepping up and carrying his team despite the loss. Like Jay said, now casuals know who he is. I was walking through the path today. Is he gonna win another one? Is what he ever? He's, Why not? He's, he's he's very likely to win one. So what? Yeah, so exactly. But it's not. A there's a lot of things that go into that. For him to win that World Cup, he would have two at this age. Yeah, but if he People did not, not if remember, he, if three, he did nothing, if he did nothing in that final and they won the World Cup, they're still going to remember him for those two World Cups. A, a lot, lot of people have that. Yeah, Griezmann, Griezmann. and Coleman yeah. and Varane yeah. and Giroud. And I'm pretty sure the a lot of people when, when Pele was playing have two or three World Cups, but they remember Pele who because he was who? the man. I'm just Ask, asking. No, yeah, maybe maybe like Italian, like 34, 38, the Italy, but yeah. no one knows those guys. But you're talking about Pele and 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 Mbappe for Mbappe to be even close to the Pele level, he has to win World Cups, no? That's why you think. That's why Messi is not the great, the be, the greatest, because he has only one World Cup. No, yeah, he's the best, but he's not the greatest. Yeah, but to, for Mbappe's legacy, but Pele career, scored goals in those finals. Okay, just because he didn't score, he, you're saying like Mbappe didn't do nothing in this World Cup. No, I mean, I, I'm giving the scenario. If he yeah. did do nothing in that final, if he did do nothing, it's still though he has two World Wait, Cups. Wait, finish finish what you're saying though about the path. Yeah, and no, I was walking through the path today on my way from work, mm -hmm. and you know, walking through the financial district. And there's three middle-aged women behind me talking about the World Cup. And one of them was like, oh, wow, that, that, that young guy on France, Mbappe, Mbappe, like, <laughs> he was incredible. And, like, I heard that. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, like, just something like that alone where, like, people that have no clue what's going on in, in soccer are now recognizing him as, like, a household name. 100%. And a performance like that is going to put him on the map, not, not just for a soccer fan like we are. We know all about Mbappe. And in our minds, yes, a second World Cup at that age is insane. But for a casual who has no idea or for a casual who is watching that game for the first time, yeah. now Mbappe is is that guy. He's going to be the household name over someone like Ronaldo. He's going to be a household name over someone like Messi because he's now that guy. Now that these other guys aren't going to be playing anymore, it's, they're not going to be as prominent. Mbappe is not going to be that guy. And a performance like that just puts him on the map in terms of you know growing your brand. To a global scale, like you know what I mean. Like Cristiano Ronaldo has one of the biggest, you know, brands and biggest household names in football. He's never won a World Cup. That's why he's not compared to the greatest. He is a lot of people. To to what are you talking about? Not to Pele. Oh my God! So now World you think Pele is the greatest? I thought you had Messi's go. Well, a lot of people say Pele is the greatest because who's of your World Cups go? in general? All I know is Mbappe having two World Cups. In my opinion, 
I would be like, this is this is next level. As a football fan, this is next level. Yeah. But as a casual, okay. What, but what? what okay. Do in okay. 10 years? But you probably won't even know what his name after. Okay. But, but what, now they became football fans because of yesterday. Yeah. What? What? what, what is, maybe had, now, now. Maybe now PSG has huge following now because all the Americans probably watch. What, what means more to like Bill from Indiana? What? Li- about Bill oh, in no. Indiana? You're growing the yeah. global game. Someone that never watched it before. What? What catches him more? Watching this guy take over a game and score three goals and maybe the first game he's ever watching or seeing a team win, but he didn't make an impact in the game. So how did he notice him? He wouldn't know he has two World Cups. He never watched a sport before. That's fair. It's a good point for sure. After like a performance like that, it's like... He, he turned that final into Argentina versus Mbappe. It wasn't France versus... Yeah. Because anybody who knows that final hears about Mbappe first because nobody's no, scoring a hat think of Messi first. Nah. They think like of Messi casual, first. Like a casual yeah. fan? But Messi, you're saying fan? Messi's not the first... You, you, 2022 World Cup. Yeah. What, what's your first thing in your head? Mbappe. Messi, I know that. Exactly. But if you're... Mbappe, this guy's pe- People know Messi. But Messi's people the don't second. Know, but people Mbappe's don't know second. Mbappe. If you're the second to Messi, that's saying something. But you're the second. To Messi. Exactly. Who's bigger than Messi? Pele. Right? Is he though? A lot of people say Pele. I don't know. Okay, but if you're talking this gen, this generation. And what's better for his legacy, Mbappe's? Having two World Cups at such a young age. Yeah, for his legacy, maybe, but I'm talking about his his brand brand on a global scale. I still think it's that. Just think about the fact that he was tied in goals with Messi in this final. Yeah. And people call him Messi the GOAT. A kid who's 24 tomorrow is calling, being known as, oh, he'd score seven, three goals in the finals. And now he's a top goal <laughs> what scorer. Is, what is better right? for for Pe- for Mbappe's branding? You say he has he doesn't add. Look at look at uh, Pele. He was he was the man back then. What's better for Pe- Mbappe? Him to holding two World Cups, or him holding one World Cup and then saying saying I scored three goals in the final? No, that's great for his footballing resume. But no, it, a- answer no, but an- no, but answer this answer this simple question. Let's say the final score was France. Two nothing, and Teo Hernandez and Giroud scored. Would Mbappe have gained twenty million followers overnight? I think so. <laughs> no, no, I think so. No. He wouldn't. No. He wouldn't. No, he would have. Maybe not that much, but he would have gained no. some. One hundred percent. Maybe mm-hmm. would have gained some. Yeah, probably ten million. Probably half gained of that. some, but young, if he, young, one of the youngest. Uh, exactly half to, of that. Not maybe, even the whole one thing. Of the youngest players to win two yeah, World Cups but at if, that age. If Mbappe went out and had a Dembele performance, he he stunk it up. He's still playing ninety minutes. Let's say he went out and stunk it up. Is that going to do? Good or bad for even though he wins the World Cup, he goes out, he stinks it up. They still win the World Cup, but he doesn't play a factor in it. That's going to harm his legacy, if anything. Oh, France carried Mbappe to the World Cup. I don't think so. He didn't score in the last two games he went came all yeah. the way over here for. But he had a good tournament. Mbappe couldn't do it in the knockout stages. He was the second most goals. But you, he couldn't do it in the you, I don't understand how you could still rate. I don't understand how you still rate. couldn't do it. I don't understand how you still rate a player just because he scores goals. If he just played like shit and you say he's still the best tournament, I don't understand. What do you mean? You say, oh, Mbappe's not a good tournament. He scored five goals. They were on the group stage. <laughs> okay. Okay, so how can you say, oh, if Mbappe stunk, not stunk, but he did it poorly against England, did still no, a second nothing against Morocco, and, and he, if he did nothing in the finals, how can you say he still had a good tournament? And he was still the second top goal scorer in the whole tournament. Yeah, because, and he has a World Cup. Yes, I understand that, but he's, you can't say he had a great tournament. I could say he, had he wasn't the, needed when he was needed the most in the, in the knockout stages. Hundred percent, he had a great tournament. If he won the World Cup and scored zero goals in the in those two games, you're still the only one arguing his argument. Besides all, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people would would uh, would be on my side for his branding. 
two World Cups would make Mbappe bigger? Nope. I don't know. Because he's known now in the 21st century, 20-whatever century. How many centuries do you want to go from now as that kid who literally brought France back to, to a, a cup? To a loss. No, not to you can't okay to a loss obviously eventually, but like he literally came them from second coming into that halftime in two minutes in less than in two minutes he's in less than two minutes he scored two goals. He took over the game, and at the end of the day, they lost the game. But he it wasn't on his accord. Very recent for for like this recently, like right now. Yes, it probably is a bigger thing for him scoring three three goals because a lot of people oh wow this guy scored three goals because everyone's watching. Mm. But in the future. It's gonna be so much bigger for him to win, have that World Cup. Under- okay, but what if he what if, what if, he, what if he coasted to this Ooh. World Cup, and what? then let, let's say he coasted to this World Cup. Let's say he he won the World Cup again. Didn't play a major factor. Twenty twenty six, they a don't major win. Factor in this World Cup. Twenty twenty six, they don't win. You can't say that he didn't play a major factor in this World Man, Cup. He's, he scored five goals in the group stage and didn't okay, score anything in the goals. knockout. Then everyone's gonna be harping on him. He couldn't do it in the big stage. Messi couldn't do it. The, the World Cup that he went that he uh, lost. And that's all you heard about yeah, for how many years. About. Messi Ronaldo, no knockout goals. No knockout goals. You know how many times I heard people he say that? He went to the finals. If, if Messi won that World Cup, he didn't score. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't be talking about him winning that World Cup. He won it, but not because if, of him. If Messi won that World Cup in 2018. But he didn't score first World Cup. Huh? First World Cup. Okay, uh, yeah, and a, tw- and a, and a young guy you're, you're winning talking, two World Cups at that age. you're talking like Mbappe doesn't have a World Cup. If Mbappe okay. didn't have a World Cup, it would be more important for him to win a World Cup. But the fact that he has a World Cup... And the fact that it's the same core of players, if he goes out there and does nothing in that game, but they still win, it's more about France than it is about Mbappe. I still... If they lose the game in the fashion that they did, it becomes more about Mbappe and less about France. I think it's still Mbappe, man. I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys can compare Hattrick to a World Cup. We're not comparing it no. to... For I, his branding. I, I, but no, it's, it's Messi's no, first World Cup. World Cup. It's because it's the stakes. It's say it wasn't Messi who won the World Cup. Let's say it was whoever else won the World Cup. Germany. Germany won the World Cup. Mbappe losing and and still getting these three goals is still probably be a bigger topic than Morocco, let's say, winning the World Cup. Not Morocco. No. Morocco's first time. Germany getting their fifth World Cup. But nah. since it's Messi getting his World Cup that he needed, obviously it's like the biggest thing topic in the world right now. But what Mbappe did in that finals is was still like it's still like you would never expect it. Ever. 100%. It's a good stat to have. He scored a hat trick. Of course. Good for him. But like, it's not like he doesn't score goals. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's easy to go score a hat trick in the finals. No, but it's, yep. it's, it's a lot harder to win a World Cup. He's won one already. And what's and it's a lot harder to have two. Exactly. But he can win well, one. How many players he can have win two World another Cups? One. He can go win another one. But there's so many variables to go into that. Okay, there was a lot of variables for Messi to win this World Cup. Exactly. And you want there's it. variables for everything. He can break a leg tomorrow and never play football ever again. But and what, would still, been, and what would have been better? But see, he still. And what would have been better if he, he still, broke his like next? Still, he still days. ended his career with the World Cup as a winner. That's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I don't know. You don't we know because we we're all saying we're all saying we're all saying that's we all think so. I think it's better that he would have won two World Cups than him scoring. Better, for, better for his brand or his career. Both. No, I don't know. Not for both. brand. No. Very maybe very recent right now. Like very right now. No, because yes, gl- global appeal. You, you never you don't lose global appeal. It only gets bigger. Unless you do people are not gonna remember his hat trick. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna remember his name, but not no. his hat trick. Career wise, yes, obviously it's better to have a second World Cup, a third World Cup. But this, what he did yesterday, he the global appeal he got from that will last him like a lifetime. And if he did nothing in that final and won, 
he wouldn't have that same global appeal. I think he would. I think it would. It wouldn't have been maybe that big, but still, he would. I don't know. Agree to disagree. Let us know in the comments. Okay. Um. Some other. Uh. Some other storylines from that match. We saw two French players get axed at what minute thirty five, minute forty. Yeah. 35th ish what was your guys's reaction to seeing that in live time some would say the world most talented player in the world and Dembele. yeah mm -hmm. getting subbed off early and honestly not saying he is a poor player is a bad player but he didn't have a great world cup no for a terrible. team that went all the way to the finals he wasn't a key factor in that nation like in any point really to be honest did he get any assists Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't think one. So. Sure maybe one. Maybe one. I think one. Maybe. But it's not like oh, you know, Dembélé changed the game this one time when Mbappe couldn't. You yeah. know, like in the, in the finals, for example, if Mbappe couldn't come in, Dembélé was you know was carrying the other side because they shut down Mbappe quick. But no, as soon as Coleman came on, you realize like Coleman was just changed things up. Yeah. Even even having whoever was in the midfield, he dropped one player in the midfield. <laughs> like that, just seeing that, like okay, France are back in it now because yeah. these players like they know like. They th we did it early subs like nothing that never happens and like now I'm on the pitch now and I need to change shit like they went out to do it yeah two of them too like you know he's not a big uh, topic of discussion when it comes to like quality players out there right now but him coming on and like you know doing different than what Giroud couldn't do was really big for France and honestly that helped Mbappe wake up if anything maybe he wasn't you know maybe wake the defenders a little bit more you know what yeah. they brought something new can't focus on Mbappe too much let him play a little free and then same time, that goal, first goal goes in, Scaloni makes some changes, and then they get their, their shit mixed up too. Yeah, you know it's, it's smart for Deschamps to do those switches early in the game because, man, a little too late. Like same thing with Portugal, for example, bringing them all the way in really late those games when you know, yeah. lose against Morocco. Mm -hmm. You got if you know you're losing the game early on, and they were losing the game early on from the very beginning. We saw they weren't creating anything from the very yeah. beginning. We saw like Argentina like all over them. Yeah, this isn't the French French team we saw playing this whole World Cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're this French team is scary, but they were doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that Giroud, uh, Giroud offers you two things: good pass, good wall passes, and good like aerial threat. Nine. Yeah, aerial threat. That game was not set up for that. And I think the Champs had a master, maybe master class to like very a very good uh, tact, uh, coach. You know, tactical uh, way of having that game. His, his subs were amazing. Yeah. To know that in the thirty fifth minute, a lot of coaches would have waited to the Halftime. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to waste yeah. my subs. I don't want to waste my subs. Let's ride it let's out. Maybe it we'll out. create something. Exactly. But. Maybe you know, halftime we'll get in subs. But he knew this is too. This is already too much. Like at 35th minute, I can't have this up top. And no one could really was able. No one could really watch that game. Like honestly, it's Drew football. We're gonna watch yeah. it, but was it was nowhere. hard to watch that game as like a, a neutral too. Like honestly, you want to see a good game. Yeah. But they looks at that French team was just not there to Drew play. Was not, yeah. Giroud was nowhere to be found. Dembele was being stopped. For him to bring on Taram and Colomani, uh, Colomani was a baller. He's he was probably move. like honestly. Oh yeah, it was Colomani. He's, came on a, first, he's right? a nice. Other move, than Mbappe, sorry. I think Colomani was like the second best, the second player, best player for France because yeah. when he came on, like any time he got the ball, he drove at defenders. He made things happen. Won a penalty. You know, had that great chance that Martinez saved, but even that chance itself, like was something. It was no. I mean, realistically speaking, like there's nothing Colomani could have done better. He hit that hard. He hit it low. Mm, it was it a well. good strike. Like. You can't really do anything different. It was just a great save, like you know. But he, yeah. you know, came on. I think he, you know, rose a lot of eyebrows with that performance. It's as true because well. you saw this Argentine team, and they did it every single game. Those players are not slowing down. Yeah, 
Alistair, um, again, one of his best performances ever. Like, I didn't know who he was before this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Paul too. Like, everyone thought this guy was washed. Like, why is he playing, like, top football? Why is he wearing, playing Champions League football? The guy is being, like, X from his na- like, club team, too. But he proved a lot of people but, wrong like, with that performance. He literally did not stop. And that's what the thing that maybe France didn't realize going into this game, that their pressure is going to be really high yeah. at the very start, and they were not slowing down at all. And they were losing a lot of losing the ball a lot in the midfield. Yeah, Rabio and Chouameni were not be able to do it because you yeah. have Rabio and Chouameni, and you have four attackers. Yeah, you know what I mean. As soon as Colomani came in, he was supporting the midfield a little bit more, creating more options out wide for the other players. But he did change the game. Yeah, and even bringing on the other subs like um, we thought Teo coming off really Teo coming off Kamavinga yeah. playing like a left back more like central role sometimes we're moving forward. He but he well. was he was a big part he of that. Filled that gap. He was part of that big like um, recovery too of the football. Yeah. He helped the midfield a lot. Yeah. I think he was playing a little bit more inverted, so I think it really helped just balance the midfield. Because Teo, like you know, he's not supporting midfield. He's making an overlapping run and mm-hmm. going down the line. But if yeah. you have you know Mbappe there, you don't necessarily need that double no. threat down the left wing. Yeah. Like you can let Mbappe do his thing. You kind of need that support more in the midfield in case you get countered, right? But what was better when Mbappe was striker? No. He, he just played striker. He, 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 he wasn't was, really. He no, played like he left played, striker. He played striker, but he was like still like favoring still like, uh, his left. Like he was kind of drifting out to the left. He does cut in a lot from his left. You know, yeah, his stay, that, that beautiful volley goal he scored was from the left. Yeah, and even that great bit of play, like in the 120th minute, where I thought this guy is about to do this. Like yeah, he when he, when he isolated uh, Montiel, he dribbled through a couple of players. Like Romero. that's where that's where Mbappe does his thing. Like on that left wing, you know, he cuts in. He can take players on and. But. I think that freedom to like move interchange with Taram, yeah, was was key. Yeah, because yeah, Taram would cover to the left. Yeah. Taram would go to the left, and Mane, like you, won't, you're not gonna see Giroud go to the left yeah. ever. Or He's if he does, central. he won't be very effective. Yes, right? you know what I mean. He needed more movement from a striker like that, especially in these roles because and defenders guess, are playing tight yeah. defensive work. Once you have one guy just sitting in the top of the box or inside the box like that, like you're literally the center taking, backs no. You're taking yeah. the space away from a player like Mbappe who needs the space to run and drive into chances. Yeah. The biggest factor for I think France's loss was their defense. As much as they had great, great moments in this in the final ends of the games, Upamecano yeah. stopping like two open chances, yeah. they had a lot of mistakes. And again, it comes with the pressure that France Argentina was giving them. Yeah, they're Kunde going high. Well. They're going high. Kunde was making some mistakes too. He was really making him look like an idiot. Man. He didn't he look like, comfortable at all. No, I don't know. He's not a right back. He's not a right back, Kunde. He's not. He could play it, but he's that's not where he excels. And I think Varane starting was another big issue. I think he didn't look, to, he didn't look as strong. The, he was also like maybe still had his illness or whatever. But yeah, the defense really, as much as well as they played, they were still the one shaky part of the French national team. In in live time, I thought the subs were blasphemous. I thought like you're conceding this game already. Like it's minute 35. Obviously, in hindsight, yes, it looks much better. The subs were great. It worked out. But in live time, I thought it was crazy. Um, I thought I thought they were throwing the game. <laughs> like you're taking out your the top scorer in your country's history, and Dembele, a guy who penetrates the defense at every time. So I thought it was blasphemous. I th- I thought it was clear match fixing. But yeah, um, you were early in the game thinking it was. I did. I did because like <laughs> I've never seen that before. But they didn't do anything. I know. I know they did nothing. But like. Nine out of ten times, the coach rides with their guys. 100%. So, like, it was just something I'd never seen before in a World Cup final. Minute, like, that's embarrassing for those players. Yeah, I know it is. 100%. Like, Dembele had to turn off his Instagram comments. Even Kolo Mwani had to turn off his Instagram comments. 
Chouameni. After the game? Yeah. Coleman too. Yeah, which yeah, is... There are a lot of... Uh, a lot of racial, racial remarks, remarks, which is yeah. uh, tough. Which, oh, it's just ridiculous, man. They played. Oh, they played. They yeah. played really well. France, France played come, really well. Yeah. For them to come two, from a two 0 down, France played really penalties. well. If if France played like they did in the first half all game, then I, I yes, like they deserved. Okay, they don't deserve it like that, but yeah. they deserve some some chat and shit a little yeah, bit, yeah. but not that severe. But. They 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 changed the game. They they woke up and you know what? Yeah. Get it no, done. Kudos to France. They did well. Those subs and I think they all performed at the end. They realized you know we still have a game and they went for it. But the better player won. <laughs> did the better team win on the night? It's hard. It's hard. The, it, the game when the game goes down to penalties. Okay, it's different though. Because a team can still play really well and it's still just be unlucky and go to penalties and lose. Yeah. Yeah. But I think. Both teams played really well. As much as Argentina supported Messi where Messi was needed, I think France team did support Mbappe when it was needed. And as much as much as the they played really poorly in the first half, they first, they, 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 first half. they still they still changed the game. They still brought an exciting game for us. And at the end of the day, they still had an equal chance of winning it as much as Argentina did. And paying down the penalties, they I think they both deserved it. For the fact that the first shot France was that Mbappe penalty that right there tells me Argentina had a better game better you know tactics and they they wanted it more they, I think France definitely had a better stint in football in that game but f- throughout the whole game you're talking about 90 minutes and extra time and penalties the, ho- the whole game I think Argentina had a better game they played for Messi they played for that badge they wanted it more they yeah. wanted it more that's what it was I but guess I, yeah. The I quality guess. of the France players—that's what—that's what—that's what you saw at the end. The quality of the French players, but I think throughout the whole game, Argentina had a better game for sure. I mean, at two 0 I think most people thought the game was done. Yeah, right. So like that, like shows you that Argentina was controlling it. They were the better team. So, I think yeah. At the end of the day, the better team did win. They may have gotten unlucky in how they won. Yeah. France's moments, man. Moments, moments of and it's and it's and it's moments of greatness. It is, especially when Mbappe is doing madness like that but over the course of the whole game Argentina was the better team for most of the time I think yeah 100% what do you think Jay uh, like I said in a, in the story that dropped before we started recording Argentina deserved to win they for that first 60 minutes they were unformidable or they were formidable sorry they couldn't be stopped and I mean even with France's pressure tying the game, they still rebounded. Like that third goal, that passing play was nice. Yeah, like oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Lovely. like the like it was so fast paced, and the fact that they were able to link up like that and then remain onside was like pretty remarkable. And for him to hit it on the one. Yeah, yeah. and Lautaro Lautaro hit Laurie in the face with that shot, <laughs> and Laurie couldn't do anything about that. Hit him in the face. Yeah, you can't parry that. So. And Kunde tried to save it, but his momentum took him inside the net. So it was hard. Yeah. But um, no, our, as soon as it went to penalties, I knew Argentina would win. Mm. Because France did not have any shooters I believed in besides Mbappe. Facts. Too young, too inexperienced. Um, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't believe any of them would score except Mbappe. Colomani did. He took a good pen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was powerful down the middle. Mm-hmm. Um. But Argentina, they just know how to take pens. And they did it already in the tournament. And 
they deserve to win. Yeah. I have one question. Now, there's a lot of speculation what happened with Benzema, you know, him not coming back. Some players having issues with him. Supposedly Griezmann and Yori not wanting him back and were happy that he didn't come back. Do you think he would have made a difference if he was, you know, I don't know if he would be 100%, but close to it. Would he have been a better fit for this France team than Giroud? Obviously, Giroud got sent, left the game 35 minutes. Do you think Benzema would have been better? Better fit for this game. For this game? Mm. I mean, potentially for this game, you can make an argument just because obviously like Benzema as an overall player is he gives you something different. Like it's a different play style. Um, but I think for the tournament, I think, you know, France did well. And it's like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they were definitely like, you know, probably one of the best teams in the tournament, you know, and making it to the finals. I don't really think you can do much better than they did with Giroud. And I think, you know, just the understanding that Giroud and, and Mbappe have, you know, Griezmann and Giroud have a great understanding of each other as well. I think it's tough to replicate that. And I think, you know, while maybe Benzema would have done better in, in this particular game against Argentina in terms of how he played, I don't think they would have made it this far if they had Benzema the whole tournament. That's true. You know what I mean? I, I, one thing I do real, I think what Benzema would have brought to the team is more of a playmaker. But you got creator. Griezmann for that, though. But did he? Ha- did we have Griezmann in the final game? No. He got played he, out. He got played bit. out. Yeah. He was another player who was, ex- you know, gone. He was because well, he had to help support the midfield mm-hmm. because that midfield three of Argentina mm-hmm. was relentless. Exactly. But they kept that, on going and going. In that case, he we could have had Benzema up top who would be feeding. You know, a player like Dembele, maybe a player like Mbappe, like he does for Real Madrid. Vinny, yeah. why does he get all those goals? Benzema's a big priority because of that. Yeah. So maybe if Benzema was there for the whole World Cup, maybe he wouldn't have got as many goals as Giroud. But then you might have maybe seen Dembele get a goal. Maybe Mbappe gets more goals. More of a team effort than, you know, Giroud's the man who got all the goals. That's what I think. And I think he would have been a good fit for the finals. It's hard. If you put in Giroud, if you put in Benzema in that squad, then you you don't put a lot of players. You get rid of Griezmann. Griezmann's not really a key player because, again, the midfield is still weak. Yeah. You still need to put an- another midfield. I don't think Benzema would have been the solution if they were still playing the same style of football they were playing today and you were just replacing Giroud. Because the, 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 what was wrong was the midfield. Yeah, Giroud, Giroud was a big part of it because he wasn't as mobile, but I don't think Benzema gives you as much mobility as much more than Giroud gives you. They brought in Turam because Turam can swap a little bit more yeah. with Mbappe. More they brought in Colomone because you can yeah. support midfield a bit more. They kept Griezmann because no, he can still create a little bit of something in the midfield. But if you just swapped Giroud and Benzema this one game, it still wouldn't have helped the, the yeah. game. They still needed to make some switches because you still needed to support in the midfield. You still needed something to kind of give Mbappe some more freedom to kind of bring some other options going into the midfield, into the center of the, 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 the box and whatnot. Because again, Benzema, yeah, he'll give you some options pulling some defenders away. Giving you some wall passes, but a lot. as much as you, he gets that ball, he's still gonna be pressed really high as much as much as Giroud was, and he probably wasn't given as much freedom as Giroud was because Giroud was, was invisible the, the first the, the first half. Giroud doesn't move off the ball like he's centra- very centralized. I think Benzema would give Mbappe more space. I think in the final specifically, yeah, Benzema right? Benzema would have helped just because, like you said, he's a lot more mobile than Giroud. Yeah, so like he can he can like. Bring a spread defender te- with him. You can bring the defender with him. He can spread the team out. He can make runs in behind and have that fear that he might get it in behind. Giroud, he's not that guy. No. Right? He's post up. You know, he'll you have one man on him. Right? Exactly. He's, he's not a threat going in behind, but Benzema brings that. Yeah. Right? You make a run in behind. Even if he doesn't get it, the team's tracking it. 
right? It makes space for other people. Mm-hmm. So in that final specifically, I think maybe, but I was always a firm believer that Giroud for the France team in general is better for the squad. So like for like the rest of the tournament, having Giroud was the correct choice because he I brings do. the most out of the other players in my opinion. But I, I for, agree with that. But like for that one game, for the one off for that one game, I'd say I'm maybe Benzema. Because <laughs> you always said Benzema are better than Giroud. He should have been playing Benzema, should have been playing. No, I think Benzema would be the first player off that bench, in my opinion. But it wants to change the tournament. He would have changed the tournament. He wants to the change bench. the tournament. If Benzema was on the on the field or Giroud was on the field, I, okay, I say sure, sure, they both would have been in the finals. But in the, when it came down to the finals and how they played France, I don't think Benzema would have made a big change to the squad. He would have done a lot better than Giroud in the finals. Maybe a little bit better, but would that a little For bit better? Off. Would that a little bit better would have made maybe the Shump think? Do you know what take the striker off? Would he have taken up Benzema off that early into the game because it's Benzema? Off. Because it's Benzema, you know, Benzema is Ballon d'Or winner. Dude, maybe he's just not having his game, but maybe he can pick it up. Attitude. You know, yeah. that's probably why, too. You know, uh, the Champs knew, okay, Giroud just isn't the man right now. Giroud probably understands more, like, yeah, this isn't maybe for me. I'm, as much as upset as he was, probably was upset more because of the result of the score at the moment. But I don't think... I don't think. Game, though, that game. Yeah, but if Benzema's having a poor game, you think the Champs taking him off that early? I don't think so. Of course not, because Benzema can offer you more than just going up <laughs> if top. If they're still losing two nothing and realize that maybe Benzema isn't the right pick, but Benzema offers you more. He can not as he much can as be what, on the ball. Not as much as what the the subs really can. Benzema can to. be on the ball. And can and can Benzema pass. swap with uh with Mbappe and go play left wing? But he knows how to feed him. Drew can't do that. He, Mbappe wasn't able to create much on the wing. That's why they put in head to in the in, up top and swap a little bit him a little bit. I don't think if Benzema's playing here, taking him off at the thirty fifth mark, you're not. Finished. But that's why, but mark. that changes what changed the game for the for that French team. A lot can change the game, but that finals Benzema for me. Um, I think. <clears throat> look, we saw some leaks today mm-hmm. from Romain Molina. France's two captains don't like Benzema and are happy he wasn't on the team. So him just being there would completely damp the squad morale because nobody likes him. And one of the reasons they got to the final, like they have a good, happy camaraderie in the squad. Good tell. They're all boys. They all enjoy playing with each other. And Benzema not being in this squad for the past like six years... Like, it was good for the morale. Because, yes, he is a locker room disturbance. When the two captains don't like him, and it's guys like Laurie and Griezmann who are, like, I guess respected, like, as footballers, right? Then clearly there's a problem with Benzema being in that squad. The coach doesn't like him. We already know that. Like, Deschamps cannot give a damn about him. Um, So him being there, it could have made things worse. Quality-wise, yes, he would have made a difference in the final because he just won the Ballon d'Or. He's the best player in the world, uh-huh. right? But um, I don't know. Tournament-wise, I don't think they'd be in the final if he was there. Damn. Yeah, because Giroud brings together the... Like you said in your analysis, top analysis. Yeah. He, uh, he makes his teammates better. He, he He's kind of like a system player. He's like a Draymond Green kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like he just elevates the system and like he's the glue. He's a glue guy, right? So um, Benzema's not a glue guy. It's that simple. I agree with you. He's he's a top player, a top goal scorer, but <laughs> maybe for Madrid he's a glue guy. Yeah. But at least for France, yeah, he he just brings problems, which sucks because I, I I like him. I think he's a top player, but he just brings problems. 
I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. I think France did as everything they could. They had a great tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, they beat all their rivals without going into penalties. Um, they had a great tournament. It was just unfortunate, you know, honestly. And and like David said, yeah, sure, maybe Argentina did go out, like everything out because, you know, the players want this, I think, more for Messi than for themselves because, you know, end of the game, you saw them. Like, you, you deserved a lot of players telling Messi. Even I think Emmy Martinez are telling me, like, you deserved this. You deserved this. Someone told them, you deserved this. You needed this. This was for you. Yeah, and, you, like, you always see it in, like, the locker rooms. They're saying, oh, this is for Messi, this is for Messi. As much as, you know, the post-game, all their banter, they were going and saying, sure, maybe some players, like, they didn't deserve because they were just being, like, rude or assholes or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and, uh, yeah, Messi did deserve it. Yeah, Argentina went out there and played their game 120%. Yeah, they left and, it all on the field. And France just maybe, you know what, they thought some of the players that already had the World Cup probably were like, you know what, we can do this for sure. If I were in the right mindset to, you know what, let's go out there and get our first one kind of thing. You know, the other half of the team were like, you know what, we want this. Yeah, But it, it, it didn't show like they were like in it together to go get this trophy. They weren't hungry. They, they weren't didn't hungry have that it. dog in them until like Kolomwani and Turam came on. And even when Coleman came on, like they were playing with more intensity. Yeah. Then Mbappe kind of switched it up, and then Mbappe had that dog in him for the rest yeah. of the game. Maybe, yeah. but you know, I think a lot of it was the midfield. They just didn't seem to have that same hunger that that Argentina midfield. I think that Argentina midfield was really the unsung hero of the game because the three of them, De Paul, yeah. Fernandez, and McAllister, yeah, they were absolutely pressing they were, they every were ball. Running. They were linking up and one twoing, and De Paul was getting fouled. Like literally, every time he got the ball, you heard him screaming, but. He was doing his thing, and you know what I mean? For all the you know, the slander he gets, he he went out and he was one of the most important players in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, he left it all out yeah. there and he, he you know, he he would have died for that badge. He would have died for Messi in that game. And and you can see that he he played with his heart. And I think that was something the French players it seemed like they kinda lacked that, you know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, no hundred percent. Do you think with this like the way Mbappe played in this final, that Real Madrid would try to go get from again? Or do you think it was already on the radar before the World Cup or how he was performing before the finals? I think I think Perez is a man of his word and he slammed the door on Mbappe because Mbappe disrespected him. And you can't disrespect Madrid, in my opinion. You can't do something at that caliber and then have him then watch you again. No, I don't think he's going to Madrid. It'll, it'll be tough because I think, obviously, as much as let's say Madrid do want him, PSG won't let him go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like almost <laughs> yeah. like it's, cause it's literally going to have to be like his contract's going to have to be terminated, like run out. And like yeah. it's it's going to be tough because PS, PSG have all the funds in the world to to keep him happy. They can bring literally pretty much any player Mbappe ever would want to play with. His they, can bring. <laughs> they can give him pretty much anything he wants. And it's like, you know, if he can get that Champions League form, then he can really maybe become you know, that guy for, for Paris and, you know, really be like probably like the biggest thing that's ever happened to French football if he's not already, right? I think he'll, he can very clearly be that, right? If he's doing it both domestically in the league with Paris and, you know, elevating the league, but then also with the national team, I think that maybe is is what he's going to do. That's just his career. That's just his path. His calling. A second World Cup would have been nice though. Yeah. Right? He still got uh, time. Did you guys like their picks for like the trophies they gave away at the end of the game for golden boot obviously mbappe scored seven goals yeah you can't uh, keeper of the tournament young, young player of the tournament and sure i guess man player of the tournament was messi which i think is undoubtedly the right decision yeah unless you guys have other options 
But did you guys think the Golden Glove and the Young Player of the Tournament were the right picks? Because I heard other shouts. I think you definitely could have made other shouts for, you know, Player of the Tournament. You know, I think not a lot of people would have been mad if you gave that to Mbappe as well because, you know, he did his thing. Um, but I think it was well-deserved with Messi. I think with the with the Golden Glove, I think it was only going to be three keepers. It was either going to be um, him, Bono. him, Bono, or Lavakovic. Yeah. But I yeah. think, you know, Martinez, like... He did those things that mm-hmm. the other keepers did in terms of you know winning his team shootouts and making those huge saves, but he did it all the way up to the finals and yeah. made that huge save. I think like him making that yeah. huge save, if if that if it wasn't already decided, that won it for him. Yeah. Um and then I think Fernandez was a kind of a, a very like under the radar yeah. choice because like he kind of did his thing all tournament. He scored that one goal, but he like, you know, he did his thing. Not a lot of people were talk people were talking about him, but he wasn't like, you know, being very flashy. He went out there, he did his business and he won his team team games and I can't argue that. Right? I didn't I didn't see anyone have shouts for for Fernandez. I did. Early in the tournament. That was my prediction. That was the best pick. Yeah. And but I think we were all we were all a little baffled that he got no, it. No, but I think I I, I, I think I think he got it right. He well, he, else, he wasn't who, a starter. Really could've, he could've wasn't a starter. Picked. He wasn't a starter for Archina. Yeah, at the beginning. But others played did his shit and then I think um, Enzo came as a substitute he scored and did better he scored that goal so uh, Scaloni was just like you know what like he's playing better than Paredes and you know you know why not give this kid the, the, the opportunity yeah. to like you know shine a little bit get his big move if he does start playing well which I think he was playing well better than Paredes in general and again he had that goal two big I think was it one goal and an assist that game yeah and then he was just also just fighting as, as hard as any other midfielder was that whole tournament yeah. So someone like Gakpo or like someone like Bellingham didn't have a chance on that. Do you think because no. he made the finals that put a lot of weight yes, on this? Yeah. Yes, because he had that more games. bigger show. Yeah, you played had, more games. He played more games. He had obviously more eyes on him. But, but I think, again, but Gakpo but that's his too. team too. But if, but if that's Ga- his team, I think Gakpo was the biggest no thing with Netherlands in the group he's, stage. Yes, no, every, in the group in stage. In the group stage, you did well, but in the, in you know round of sixteen and and they lost. They lost. They it lost. Happened, yeah, and it's like he, he didn't, didn't do anything. Perform? He didn't, he didn't do anything against. Um, but was, Argentina. but was no, he but not who more face in the first round? Um, USA, USA didn't do anything against. Didn't USA. do anything USA, and then he didn't do anything against Argentina, right? It was white Group stage. He played well, but I think you know Fernandez. I think he he showed the consistency. How about Bellingham? No, Bellingham too. He scored that goal in the first game, but he was crucial for England. Too. And he played very well against. Who did they play in the? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Senegal. Yeah. He played phenomenal against Senegal as well. But, you know, it's other fast. than those two games, you know, he didn't really, you know, do too much. He was a great player. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have been upset if they gave it to him. I think he probably would have been the second best choice, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But I think it's tough to argue Fernandez because he did everything that Bellingham did, but he did it all the way to the final. So right? does the finals give you the award then? No, because he did it in qual in the quarterfinals. He did it in the semifinals, and he did it in the finals. That's what I'm saying. It's the going to the finals give you. Yeah, and lucky enough for him that he's of the Bellingham age. He was of that age. Games. I mean, in my opinion, Bellingham yeah, had better games he, he did, until they got kicked out. He did have some games where he took over, but he I think over. at the same time, like I don't think Bellingham's performances were, you know, head and shoulders above Fernandez is to the point where he was undisputedly young player of the tournament, right? Like, let's say, for example, if Gakpo scored all those goals in the group stage, scored against the U.S., scored a goal against Argentina, but they got kicked out, and he finished the tournament with six goals, then maybe, you know, he's sniffing around that young player of the tournament, but 
you know, when you get lost in the crowd of players who scored three or four goals of the tournament with, you know, four or five other guys, you know, you can get lost in the shuffle. And I think Fernandez had that consistency where he, you know, played at a high level and he, he won his team the trophy. So it's also so much it helps, right? It's also easier and a better show for FIFA. If the players there. If the players are there. Of course, that's why. To accept the true. award after the game. Mm-hmm. They're already there. And it's a better show. Like, if there's just one award winner on the on the podium and it's a picture of the other guy yeah like yeah. it's it is it not fair <laughs> maybe not but it's it's just how it is i wouldn't say it's undeserved that those guys no, won no. but um yeah they made it to the final they won they were there they got the award and they were there to accept it and it's a good show it is it is yeah. world cup is done um i have one question for you guys what was your if you think of anything about this world cup what was the like the most outstanding or the first thing that comes to your mind about this World Cup? The whole entire World Cup. What was the first? What would be the first thing you think of or what would be like, you know? The first thing we talked about Mbappe's three goals in the finals, honestly. Not for me. Honestly. Honestly, that, that will, I'll, this will, I'll always remember the 2022 World Cup. Okay, yeah, with Messi winning his first, but with the performance that Mbappe had in the finals. Besides Messi winning the World Cup, like that's obviously the biggest thing because Messi won the World Cup. Yeah. But if it's performance and what, like, you know, this besides Messi winning is legit Mbappe's final game. Mbappe had the best performance of the tournament in the final. And I think if you're, like Dan said, if you're looking at 2022 World Cup, is mm-hmm. always going to be about Messi because it was his. You know, he finally won his World Cup. Mm-hmm. He brought greatness, completed football. But if you're looking from a performance standpoint, it's that Mbappe, you know, the hat trick, but I think for me, it's that second goal. Oh, yeah. Like, if France went on to win that game, that second goal would have been iconic. Like, yeah, I think iconic. I think what that in, the impact of that goal and how he did it and what it meant is Huge. bigger than maybe Richarlison's goal with that beautiful kick he did. Because mm-hmm. that tied a game and brought a, a game to the finals. Yeah. In the finals. I brought a game. Like, that created a game. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm not talking about, like, a moment. I'm not talking about a goal. In my opinion, I'm talking about... For me, the biggest thing I've, that this World Cup showed me is that don't sleep on these small teams. There's a lot of good talent on these teams, and you're realizing now, and I think in the future, you're going to start seeing more that these smaller teams like a Morocco, a team like Japan, a team you've seen it before, like a team like Croatia, there's a lot of quality in these teams. And now, now you're going to start realizing that a Moroccan who can play for France thinks twice before he does that. Now you're going to see a lot of more players stay in those positions in those countries where they were born from or, you know, they have family from. That's what I got from this World Cup that yeah. don't sleep on the big t- on the small teams because they're starting to grow. Football in these countries are growing. Don't sleep on Canada. Don't yeah. sleep on Canada. Do not sleep on Canada. But besides that, like, you always saw terms like those, uh, you know, underdogs. Not like this. Not like this, obviously, because Morocco. This World Cup was nasty. But no, yes and no. Morocco was a team, for sure. Croatia did last year, but everyone also under like doubted them because they were in a group with Belgium, you know what I mean, but Croatia still were still the, almost the same team as they were when uh, four years ago, but they still had one of the greatest midfielders of all time, Modric, to carry them there. But still, they should have be. No one had them in that position. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, no for one sure. Had no one had them in that position. But like four million people in that country, no one has them in that position. Hey, they were in for the Japan finals. to beat a team like Spain for them to beat. They tied Germany or they beat Germany. They beat, they beat, Germany. Germany. They beat Germany. Germany for a team like who else? Uh, we've, we've, uh, Korea. 
We've seen upsets like this yeah. before, though. We've no, seen, we've seen, seen, we've so seen many, Italy get knocked out first round. We've seen, we've seen so France many. get knocked out. We've seen Germany get knocked out. Yeah, first I, I Croatia think, being Brazil was the biggest upset. I think Obviously, it, but yeah. I think time, so many upsets Croatia, Croatia played better than not better than Brazil, but I think hasn't been the best. I think Croatia did deserve that game more than Brazil a little bit, maybe. Yeah, of course. All these Morocco deserved to be in this position. Yeah, of course, I'm not saying that. But end of the day, it's part of the sport. You can't just say all. Yeah, it's part of the sport. I think every World Cup you have those one or two teams that like surprise. It's not one or two teams this world cup it yeah, was it was one or two teams it was literally one or two teams it was either upsets? morocco or croatia upsets not upsets about, but there was always there's upsets every world, 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 world cup korea world wasn't about, korea wasn't that much of an upset huh korea wasn't that much of an upset because they made it out of their group and then they got slapped yeah and I think, at the same time like portugal already threw and maybe they put their b team as well like they beat they a b still team shouldn't be losing that game yeah, they played a Spain team. shouldn't be losing that game. France Japan, lost Germany shouldn't be. Out I there. would say like if you're looking at underdog teams, like you're looking at Japan, you're looking at Croatia, you're looking at Morocco as teams that kind of maybe surprise you. Like Croatia, I don't think them as a nation surprise you because you know they have the talent. But a lot of people thought they were finished. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people thought they were too old and they didn't have it in them. But we clearly saw that they that they do. But I mean, if you're looking at Croatia as a nation, like you know, they probably have one of the without winning a World Cup, but probably one of the best like most impressive like world cup like runs like they've only been around since like what 1994 Croatia? was their first world 98. cup 98 98 was they their came first fourth world place. cup they came no third place third place, yeah. third place and then a semi-final 20 years later and then four years later another third place so it's like three podium finishes in like 20 years that they've been yeah. around which is pretty impressive for a country that's under four million people but it's like but i guess you can compare it to david's argument that Football, a lot of people would always pick the favorites, favorites to win. Yeah. But it's true. Maybe if you're new to the sport, maybe you kind of like always want the favorite to win. But soccer's always been like that. Underdogs. Sorry, soccer's always been a sport where you can get it right from the tactical side of things to maybe the fitness side of things. And maybe just the players sometimes. You know, they want to play with and they play with the heart. And it is, and most of the time, it is kind of a mental game where like some players kind of think they have it right in the bag. And as much as us, when we play, right, sometimes you kind of play to your level. And as you always see that, some of these teams play to the level that they're playing coming up against. So when they come up against a team that's maybe poor and they maybe lose to one of these uh, teams, it's it's happened before. We've seen it happen before. And that's something that we kind of need to remind ourselves a lot. Of. Like, it's not always about the favorites. Yeah. It's not always about the favorites. That's what I took from this World Cup. What are you? Um, I took, yeah, like... There were a lot of upsets. You are right. There were. There were a lot of upsets. That's crazy. And it, it was exciting. Like you said, Croatia beating Brazil was one of the biggest upsets. Mm-hmm. It was. We were favorites to win. And and they beat us in a very sad fashion. <laughs> but um, it will be remembered, yeah, as a World Cup where the underdog prevailed like no other. Exactly. Coming fourth place from Africa, which has never been done. Oh. Um. It'll be remembered as the World Cup that almost like almost like a NBA NBA bubble, right? No alcohol, like everything was kind of like locked in, like yeah. like no distractions. It was just it was strictly football, and it delivered. It was beautiful. It, it, it was. was beautiful to see. Yeah. I had a great time watching it. I don't know what else to say about it. JP? World Cup, twenty twenty. What are your thoughts, JP? <laughs> I mean, yeah, just underdog story. Just a crazy World Cup in general. But, like, I mean, if you're going to take anything away from it, it's obviously got to be the final. Probably, like, one of the best games of all time. Just not even just in World Cup, just just games in general. Totally agree. So it's just, 
you always appreciate some beautiful fight. So, yeah. I think the final and the underdog story, just the story of the Qatari World Yeah, I think the, the, that that final game was just the icing on top of the cake because there was no other way you can end that World Cup but that way. That was just, it had to happen like that. You know what I mean? It had to happen like that. And for Messi to win it, that's it. The GOAT. I, I, th- I think something underrated that made this World Cup so good was the fact that it was in such a small country that the stadiums were so close together mm-hmm. that you could go to multiple games at, like in a day. Um, there wasn't a lot of travel for the players. No. Like you weren't taking planes to your next game. You yeah. were taking a bus every time. A 30-minute bus ride yeah. to every game, right? So, And you compare that to the next World Cup, which is in three countries. Three massive countries. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, players are going to have to travel, like, five hours to their second group game, which is, like, yeah, tr- tough. which hurts. Hopefully they do, like, in hubs. Because it, be smart th- it is tough on the player, all the traveling. Of course. Like, and another thing, with the fact that this World Cup was midseason, a lot of people said, oh, like, it'd be tough. The players would be tired, this and that. But another way to look at it, these players were on form, ready to go. Instead of taking a little like break. week, two yeah. week break, three week break to get ready for the World Cup, like they were on form in mid season form, literally yeah. ready to go. Probably the best yeah. form you could be in yeah. mid season form. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it truly is how it is. Yeah, people were playing days before the start of the World yeah. Cup. Yeah, crazy. like it's crazy. Now they're gonna and go back again. Same thing with that though. We did lose a lot of players in the from because of the situation that we were playing in mid season. Yeah, a lot I mean, of big players, and yeah. I'm not saying it would have changed. That much of the no, final results. You just you, the thing is like maybe if the if it's at the end of the season, maybe like if a player gets injured, he has more time to maybe make it back and recover. Whereas now, if you get injured in your second last game or your last game of the season, you're not making it back. In but three it's days. not. In my opinion, it's not like oh because they went to the World Cup. Oh, if they get in, like they're gonna get injured. It's it's again it's during a season. They could have got injured during the season too. Yeah. It's not like it's not like. You know, in going into a summer World Cup, where oh now they're gonna go in, now they're gonna get injured for the rest of the season. It's the same thing. Like you're gonna be playing football. You're still playing football. Yeah. It's like even if you weren't at the World Cup, you're playing football in the season, so you could be still get injured. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anything, for a summer World Cup, they're more tired after exactly. a grueling long season, uh-huh. like nine months of football, and then you have to go on top of that to play more. Yeah. And yeah. more high level football. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But do you guys like that whole? Like say for example, twenty twenty six in three countries, and aren't they going to do that going forward now? Don't they want to add like more countries to these World Cup like destinations? Yeah, I think they want to do Morocco, Portugal, and Spain for twenty thirty. Yeah. Which is honestly, yeah. like, sure, because it brings a lot more people to enjoy it more because you get to people in. But those countries, countries are pretty close. They are close, but it's still a lot of travel. Yeah, it is. Man. It's I, still a lot. I of travel. think it, it's possible, but they need to do it right. Like, you can't have let's say Group A playing games in New York and L.A. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense. You'd have to have, like, let's say, certain groups hubbed in different cities. Yeah. So there's not a lot of travel between games because then that could work. And then when it comes to, let's say, quarterfinals, semifinals, obviously there's some more time in between games. So maybe then you can have a round of 16 game in New York and a quarterfinal in Vancouver mm-hmm. because you're going to have, you know, three, four, maybe five days potentially in between games. So yeah. it, you can have that travel time. But I think as long as it's planned well, Obviously, it's going to take more of a toll on players. They're not going to have as much time to rest. But I think with with planning, it could be something that's interesting because, you know, a lot more people get to experience it. Yeah. Right? Even then, but 
the fan i don't think the fan experience of this world cup could be topped no no because you, you could go to so many games yeah, in a day. like yeah. well while staying in your same hotel the whole time yeah. well you saw like people on instagram a lot of content creators were going to all, they, they had they had they're trying to beat a record or something to go to all the games and yeah. they did they went to all the games well it's not possible was it possible? No, it was. You couldn't. Is it possible to go to every single game? But you, yeah. went, they went to majority. You of can't them. go to every game ninety minutes, but you yeah. could have went to every game. Yeah, probably. A sure. couple people did. I'm pretty sure a couple half people did. Half? I'm pretty sure a couple people did. No, on the last day of the group stage, like they went for like let's say like thirty minutes of the first they, game they and then left to, left to yeah. go see like the last ten minutes of like the other game. Technically, you still yeah. watched it. Yeah, I guess. Right. But yeah, you'll never have this ever again. You yeah, because I mean? let's say let's say this World Cup to watch all those games. Like, let's say like, let's say it costs like whatever. Let's say like let's say this World Cup a fan experience was fifteen thousand dollars. Let's say for like on the next World Cup where there's so much traveling, that's doubled. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Right. So like, that's true. The fan experience, like you could like so many games, like and you yeah. don't have to travel. You're yeah. already there. You you just take a, a Uber or. Walk, yeah, walk, yeah, even walk, for or take player, the subway, even yeah. for players, like to go to know that you can go back to the same hotel, same room, comfort. It's like it's comforting, and you know, it gives you that comfort that okay, I'm going back here, going from place to place, different hotel, different this, different this. Like, it's just, yeah, it's not too like much more, you know, yeah, it's not like after like a tough 90 minute, yeah. like the second group game. Like, you got to hop on a plane right away at night. Pack all your things and then go to the airport. Especially Mm. at the time zones they were playing. At 1 a.m., they were finishing games. Imagine you have to leave right after that. Tough. That'd be crazy. Tough. (sighs) Well, that's it, boys. 2022 World Cup in Qatar finished off with a bang. Our boy Lionel Messi getting his well-deserved World Cup. One more question for you guys. Last question. You sure? Does this end the debate? Oh. Is Messi now the goat of goats? Or at least, you know, the goat between the debate, Messi Ronaldo? Is he, is he the guy? In my no. opinion, he was already the guy. But I think this just solidifies it. Solidifies it. I agree. Yeah. What about you, Jay? I mean, I was never a fan of putting, like, team sport. I mean, team, like, awards for, like, uh, individuals. But, like... Messi's always been the guy. I mean, he has the Ballon d'Or to show for it too, so it's not even just the World Cup. So Messi was always the guy anyway. That's it, man. Yeah. How about you, Jay Zinho? But why does a how, why does a penalty shootout solidify a goat debate? World Cup. No man. But like, <laughs> so so the goat debate came down to a penalty shootout. He has all the trophies you can win in world football. Yeah. He does. He's done it all. Yeah. There's I, nothing no. else he can win. No, I don't. I, I don't hate anyone for picking Messi as their goat. You can make a very, very strong argument, but he's not my goat. My goat's Pele. <laughs> Why? What has he done that Messi hasn't we'll, done? We'll get, we'll get to that <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit more. <laughs> Give us a short part of it, short story. Because Ma- Messi is the best, best footballer of all time. God given talent put on this earth to play football, and his talent will never be topped. But that's the best. And Greatness is more than just being the best. Greatness is impact and influence. And no one has impacted and influenced the game more than Pele. On top of every accolade, three World Cups, most goals in football history. Yeah. There you go. Let us know what you guys think. In Wait, the what about me? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> if a doctor didn't come up to Messi's home, give him a little GHD, 
growth hormone. He had growth hormone. Is it HGH? He had GHD. <laughs> growth hormone deficiency. If he didn't get that, then who would we be talking about this right now? He was still a he was good, but would player. he have been able to, you know, make it to the next step with the with whatever he was dealing with at the time? Modern, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Modern medicine. We don't know. But the only reason I don't think he's the goal because there was one player out there who has wanted it and has worked hard. And I'm not saying Messi hasn't, mm-hmm. but who's worked harder to get to where he's at now and still at his age. Who's your goal? Which is Ronaldo. I don't think he's my goal either. I still have a debate. I'm still not settled, but my debate obviously still with Ronaldo being part of it because he still showed that he's worked so hard to get to where he's at and he'll always be a winner. He'll, he, he, but he might not think he'll always be a winner. He always wants to be more and best and he always has that drive. Never satisfied. Which is like something that no one really can really like, like a really understand and how he is able to like still have that drive at his age and really winning so much you know you know i'm sure messi was always like drove to get this uh, world cup right he's always had that drive but someone like ronaldo i just feel like you you know some people don't really understand how his mind works sometimes that's something that's really like crazy to, like, one thing i will not. say is like because when messi ronaldo messi won this world cup i think he's he would be okay with re- retiring Messi? If yeah, if Ronaldo won a World Cup, he wouldn't be okay. He would want another. No, I think he would retire. But he would want another. Like that's I, the no, because he's, he's, yeah, he's 37. Like, he's already kind of, his career is almost, like, really done. Like, and this was kind of his moment to kind of end it. I think if he did win this World Cup, he was probably maybe playing one more year. But Messi said he's not retiring. Yeah, oh, Ronaldo, he said he's not. But oh, Messi Ronaldo. said he's not retiring, too. Yeah. yeah. We'll see, man. Frick, dude. But, yeah, let us, let us know in the comments who is your GOAT. If you have one already, if it's Messi, if it now became Messi, but and uh, was this your favorite World Cup? Let us know what your favorite moment of this World Cup was, and uh, until the next one in twenty twenty six. Yes, sir. See you there, Canada. Oh, Canada, we got you. Yeah, drop a like, subscribe, comment. We the culture. We the culture, baby. Yeah, boy. Cheers. Here, JP. Give us a point, yeah. No, don't do that. Give us a smooth. Give us a smooth.